This is Theology for the Rest of Us with your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. This is Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the Twin Cities region here in Minnesota. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. The episode number is 277, and I'm going to be tackling a topic that may seem a little bit controversial And this is the question at hand, was Pastor David Platt wrong for publicly praying for Donald Trump when Trump showed up at his church a week ago? For most of my podcasting career, I have mostly avoided these sorts of hot-button topics. But I think for for various reasons, uh, I think I want to tackle this one. And I've, I've number one, I've been asked about it multiple times, and also I think there are some lessons we can learn that could be helpful. So excited to dive into this. Before we get to the content in hand, reminder: the podcast has a website. The website's theologyfortherestofus.com. You can go there. All of the old episodes actually have a search box, so you can search by topic and uh, pull up all of the old episodes. There's also a bunch of recommended resources, blogs, books, curriculums. My favorite top. A list of books of all time, things of that nature are all on the site. So check it out, theologyfortherestofus.com. Also, a reminder of the importance of ratings and reviews. If you've not done that, please, please do so. Those are a huge help to the show. Thank you in advance. All right, let's talk about David Platt and Donald Trump. Uh, so if you're not familiar with the situation of what happened uh, a little over a week ago or so, um, Donald Trump showed up at a church in Virginia uh, I believe it was on uh, June the 2nd, uh, Sunday, June 2nd was the the date. And the pastor of that church happens to be a man by the name of David Platt, or one of the primary teaching pastors there. David Platt, well-known pastor. Uh, he's an author, speaks at a lot of conferences. He happens to be someone that I have I've really appreciated from afar. So David Platt, pretty well-known. Um, and basically, Donald Trump was there, and David Platt called him up to the stage. Um, I don't know the exact sequence of events of what led to that, but uh, David Platt ended up praying for Donald Trump on the stage. And uh, and there's been some backlash uh, on social media and in the blogosphere over the last few days or so since since this took place. Um, I understand that this is uh, this is sensitive in some ways. Uh, I, and I want to be sensitive to the fact that there are people that would tell you, hey, I've been hurt by Donald Trump. I, I don't like Trump. I don't like his antics. P- President Trump has done some things that have been hurtful or harmful to me. If you're if you're a person in that congregation and you feel like Donald Trump, the, the President Trump and his administration have done something that has been harmful to you or offensive to you, um, I, I recognize that seeing him on stage with your pastor could be frustrating. Totally get that, and and I think there's some validity to that. If you are someone that is in that camp, I, I want to be sensitive. However, I would also like to to encourage you to consider a particular passage of scripture that David Platt actually read right before he prayed for for President Trump. It's in First Timothy chapter two, where the Apostle Paul is is writing to his protege Timothy, telling Timothy to pray for the leaders, for the kings, for the politicians that are over them. We pray for our leaders to lead well because we know that it's good for the people when the leaders are leading well. So that's what we pray for our leaders to do. To be good leaders, ultimately it leads to human flourishing. Now, I think it's important to note that when the Apostle Paul told Timothy to pray for the leaders, 
that he was talking about some really brutal, hostile emperors. I think if the Apostle Paul was willing to encourage Timothy to pray for those leaders, then I think it's appropriate for us to encourage one another to pray for our leaders. So I think the scripture should be considered, and that is that we ought to pray for our leaders. So so praying for a leader is never uh, a bad thing. We should always pray for our leaders, especially if we think our leaders are not doing the right thing. All the more we ought to be motivated for God to change their hearts. So if you don't like Donald Trump or you don't like his policies or his his behavior or his approach, then I think all the more you ought to be praying for him, that God would change his heart and 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 help him in some ways. And that's exactly what David Platt prayed for. Multiple times he prayed that God would give uh, Donald Trump wisdom. I mean, he prayed that, you know, uh, David Platt prayed that Donald Trump would be committed to justice and righteousness. Now, if you're someone listening to this that you don't think Donald Trump's been committed to justice and righteousness, then I think you should pray for him in that regard. Pray that God would change his heart and give him the ability and the grace to be committed to justice and righteousness. We should be praying for all of our leaders to be people that are committed to righteousness and justice. If you are someone listening to this and you're someone that say, man, I've, I've really been frustrated with the Trump administration. Um, maybe you would go as far as some as to say, hey, if I were you know, if I were to see Trump, it, it would just cause feelings of hurt and anger and angst to, to rise up in my heart. Um, and, and that's why I think it was wrong. And I think there are people saying that on social media and elsewhere. I, I would encourage you with these words, that rather than allowing this sort of moment to be defined by frustration, rather than allowing this moment to be defined by your hurts or your angers, I, I, would, I would encourage you to pause and to ask God to allow this moment to be a moment that becomes a catalyst in your heart. Ask God for the grace for that to be a reality, that, that if you are in a moment when you see a, a leader that has hurt you or a leader you don't like, a leader that has caused you frustration or angst in any way whatsoever, that you would pause and that you would say, okay, Lord, give me the grace to, to maybe view this person differently and be inspired to pray for this person because clearly I think they need more prayer. If if I were in that church that day at David Platt's church and, and I knew someone who had been really hurt by Donald Trump's words or actions and if someone in the congregation felt like he was a symbol of something that, they, that was really bad in their heart and their minds, I, I would simply encourage him with these words. I would say, okay, you may not like this guy. You may not like President Trump. You don't like this leader and you wish he would lead differently. I get that. And what I would encourage you to do then is pause and then agree with the prayer. Pause and say, listen, I'm going to pray alongside of Pastor David Platt that God would allow the president to become a man that is committed to righteousness and justice. And I would hope that that moment uh, would be a moment that God could utilize in your own heart and life for maybe some healing in your heart and from sanct- from sanctification in your own soul. And, and and I would encourage you in that moment, then you would pray, okay, I pray that this is the moment when the president wakes up some, some, to some things where he recognizes this. Um, I also think it's important to remember that the Apostle Paul says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, right? But we wrestle against the principalities in dark places. President Trump is not the enemy. I think that's the thing we have to remember. We as Christians know that the human beings that we see, they are not our primary enemy. And that the enemy, the real enemy of our soul, the devil, would love to cause us to have anger and hatred in our hearts toward other people because he knows how devastating that can be in our hearts. So when someone hurts us, even if the person has done something really wicked to us, 
and regardless of who they are, a, a politician, any kind of leader, a teacher, a parent, a friend, whomever it is, if someone has, has done something to hurt us, we must remember that they are not the enemy. And that if we do have any frustration or anger toward them, that we ought to seek to ask God for his grace so that we can turn that around and channel that anger and that frustration and allow it really to become a motivation for us to pray for that person. So if you think President Trump is wrong in some ways, I encourage you to use that as your fuel to want to pray for him. If you think he's wrong and you think he probably needs to change, well, then pray for for him to change. And that, and, and that, that a moment like him on stage with David Platt would be a moment that really changes him. Now, also, let me talk, speak to the other category. If you're someone that happens to like Donald Trump, if you happen to have voted for him or support him and you like him, well, you should pray for him too. Even if you support him, you have to be honest and recognize that no one's perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has some flawed ideologies and thoughts. And you should pray for him as well. You should pray that that God would change his heart in the areas where his heart needs to be changed. God would change his mind and opinion in the areas where he needs to be changed. I think you have a reason to pray for him as well. I also think for those of you who support President Trump, those of you who like President Trump, voted for President Trump, you should also recognize that there are people who do indeed disagree with you. You should recognize that that that, that in some cases, people are, are feeling hurt and frust- frustrated and they're feeling angst. And you should pause in that moment in a church service and you should pause and think to yourself, man, this could be a moment of frustration for some people. This could cause them some angst. And so I'm going to pray for them as well. Rather than thinking they're just a bunch of snowflakes or they're too soft and they just get over it. No, in that moment, recognize you may be saying to yourself, listen, I, I, I support Donald Trump. I think the administration is going in the right direction, but I recognize others don't and that that might cause some angst. So I'm going to pause and pray for them because because I love them and I want God to work in their hearts as well. Rather than just being angry and hostile and, and having outrage, instead, allow this to be a moment to to inspire you to pray for your friends and your brethren and your neighbors and allow this to to fuel and cultivate in your heart compassion. Regardless of your political stance, this should be a moment that inspires you to pray and to develop more compassion for your, your fellow neighbors. I think this is the case for all of us. Also, I think it's important to note that, that a pastor praying for a politician publicly or even associating with a politician publicly to some extent should not necessarily be uh, an assumption that that pastor or that preacher endorses that particular leader. I think there are a lot of people out there that are saying, oh, that this means Donald Trump. Um, there's a lot of people out there saying, oh, this means David Platt endorses Donald Trump. I, I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, I, I think... I think we should be take we should take this more on a case by case basis, and I don't think there's any evidence in this moment that David Platt is somehow endorsing Donald Trump over other politicians, or that he's endorsing everything that comes from the Republican Party. There are certain members of the media, and probably just lots of people on social media in general as well, that would paint this as, "Look, this is just the the evangelical Christians in bed with the Republicans again." And what what those sorts of people would seek to conjure up 
would would they would seek to influence people. And now if you're someone listening to the, that sort of media outlet and you do have frustrations with Donald Trump, now you're tempted to transfer that and impute that or channel it towards someone like David Platt. And I think that impulse is probably not helpful. And I would encourage us to, to fight against those sorts of impulses. I think there are some sources out there that would want you to uh, be angry with David Platt for this. But I don't think that's necessarily fair, a fair sentiment. I don't think it's fair to assume that he endorses Donald Trump just because he prayed for the leader. I think that's an unfair assumption, an unfair standard that we are setting for our pastors. In addition, I think that we ought to give our pastors the benefit of the doubt when they've earned it. I think David Platt has a really strong track record of being very sober-minded and hasn't ever done anything, in my opinion, in the public eye that, that should cause us to question his his character. Um, and therefore, I think David Platt's earned some latitude here. I think he's earned the benefit of the doubt. And I don't think he's being given that on social media by certain people. So I, I just I just want to be cautious before we jump the gun here. Let, let's be diplomatic. Let's be gracious. Um, if David Platt had a track record, maybe I would think otherwise. But, but he doesn't have any track record of being... Of, of being unfair or being partisan in any way whatsoever. So I think that's, I think, I think we need to be cautious in, in that regard. Um, I also am convinced that David Platt would have been consistent that if President Obama had appeared at his church when he was president, uh, that David Platt would have done the same thing for President Obama that he did for President Trump. I would have an issue if there was a pastor who was treating politicians differently, then I would have an issue with that. But I don't think David Platt's that kind of guy. I think he would be consistent and treat all leaders the same way, with the same respect, the same dignity, and would pray for them either way. So therefore, I have no problem with him praying for Donald Trump in that scenario, because I'm convinced that if it had been President Obama or President Clinton that had showed up of a different political party than Donald Trump, that he would have done uh, the exact same thing. And in that way, I think David Platt gave us a a good example. We ought to be unashamed and unafraid to challenge politicians when they promote things that are unrighteous. Uh, But we also want to be kind and gracious. We want to treat people with respect and dignity. And we want to be Christians that pray for our leaders. So with all that said, um, I do not have a problem with Pastor David Platt praying for President Trump in that moment. I certainly don't think that uh, David Platt was endorsing the president by any means in that moment. In addition, I think much of the social media outrage that has been hurled at David Platt, quite frankly, I think is mostly unfair. So I'd like to encourage uh, all of you uh, to be sober-minded and to be diplomatic and kind as you approach these sort of moments and as you engage on social media. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. If if you have any questions about anything I've said, I'd love to hear from you. If you disagree with me and you want to roast me, have at it. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email or find me on Twitter. My email address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Or you can find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.